For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure to select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. All right, this is easy. I don't know what Kyle ever complains about. <laughs> Shit's easy. <laughs> All right, well, if anyone, I don't even know if anyone's watching, anyone's listening. Whatever, we're live, Submersion. Um, oh. Hello, we've got, we've got a bunch of people here. We have a bunch of people missing, but it's great. We got a, we got a power... A power team tonight, um, little loosey goosey. We're not going to have the fancy bells and whistles. We're not going to have the fancy transitions, but we got some of this. We got some of that, and we got some of uh, some of uh, you know some of this. If anybody remembers what uh, entrance song that was, that's a, that's throwing it back at thirty or forty episodes. Zach, let me just stop you right there. I'm sorry, who, who's speaking? Oh, that's Alex. Hey. Uh, we got him. We got him. Did those sounds just come through Discord, or do they go through to the stream? Just making sure, because I didn't hear anything. On Twitch or in Discord? Yes. I'm hoping that Twitch is hearing it, because I didn't really hear it. Yeah. Hang okay. On. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Did you hear that? We're rolling with it. It starts, but it doesn't finish. Damn it. Just like Zach. (laughs) We got him. I'm coming in hot tonight, boys. Zach came in hot last night on my stream. But your boy right here is a Twitch affiliate member. I've been invited to be a Twitch affiliate. Big moment for me. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it. I will definitely remember you when I'm famous. I can't. I can't speak for Zach, but Ooh. definitely Alex. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I'm trying to get some applause going and I'm failing. So let's just uh let's just say I'll just say congrats. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you. Uh you want us to talk amongst ourselves while you figure this out? No, I got it. here's the uh, here's the intro. Let's hit it. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. All right, there it is. There's the entrance. Uh, I hope everyone could hear that. I, I don't know. I got nothing. But we're here. This is exciting. No Kyle, no Jamie. So it's already a, it's already a good show. And we got Alex back, who's been on oh. a mission. He's a man on a mission. Alex, tell us what you learned in your travels. Uh, well, once again, um, I was out doing uh, some deep sea research out in the uh, east coast of Madagascar. Uh, turns out if seaweed gets caught up in your little propeller there, it <laughs> makes for a pretty hellacious time getting out of there. Uh, as you may as you may know, there was a lot of extra traffic down there recently because the Suez Canal got all 
backed up for whatever reason. So a lot of people were coming back down around that way and life was, yeah. life was a little rough, but I made it back, got the seaweed clear. <laughs> That's awesome. The next week I'm heading back out again, this time for the, uh, the West coast of Madagascar. Ooh. So Ooh, our field it. reporter, Alex, did you run into the uh, Argentinian defense minister while you were down in the Suez canal? No. <laughs> is it that, that little far away from him? Yeah, but he was on his way up to do uh, an interview with us, and he got lost, and uh, they're still looking for him out there. So didn't know if you ran into him. Shit, no, I missed that. M- must have uh, been like two ships passing in the night. Was uh, was Mad Dog out there? Now I remember we were supposed to have some interviews with him a long time ago. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis? I don't remember that. Yeah, we haven't been able to track him down yet. He's been I did some work for him. Yeah, I mean, he did some work for all of us, technically. He was a public servant, you know? That's true. He was our employee. Uh, we're going to introduce our special guest. We have a special guest, special guest, a special, special guest for such a special episode. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and welcome Alex's friend, self-proclaimed Rocco's Modern Life super fan, Eric. Oh. Eric. 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 Well, feel those kicks. He's going to be a soccer player. Is this live? This is live. Eric, we, this is the this is our best episode <laughs> yet, baby. Uh, uh, Eric, yeah. let's let's well let's try to get him on the phone. Okay. You guys hear that? Do you hear the sound effects? No, 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 no. Try, no. Knock, try knocking on the door. See if that oh. works. I'm knocking. No. You guys don't sort hear that? Okay, I shut the door. I don't know why you guys, you guys could normally hear this, but it's weird because it didn't work last night either. I don't. Well, here, you know what? Let, yeah. me, try, let me try this, uh, just it, listening to it. And, uh, it should be Twitch? working in Twitch Maybe. because it, it's picking up the desktop audio. But for some reason, Discord. Do it again. Do it again? Um, I'm knocking. Oh yeah, nothing's even going through to Twitch. All right, that's cool. Ooh. Oh, I heard that one. Yeah, I heard that. Okay, so it is going through Twitch, 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 but Twitch, but it's not working in Discord for some. I guess. So reason. Now, now, now we just got to get Rip talking. Yeah. Yep. Special guest. That's the next battle. Eric. Eric. Let me. All right. Let's let's use these smartphones and send him a message. There he is. Where? Hey guys, it's Eric. Um, yeah, I'm a big uh, Rocco's Modern Life fan, and uh, I've uh, I've been working with Zach. Uh, we've been doing a side uh, sideshow, uh, the Zach Amazing Podcast, or something like that. Uh, named it after himself, and uh, uh, we're hoping to release it. It's dedicated to Rocco's Modern Life, uh, but in the interim, uh, had to come on board here to promote it a little bit because we had an episode that had a submarine in it. So. Here I am, and uh, really looking forward to, to tearing into this one with you. And, um, you know, all the best. Uh, really appreciate it. I'm just very honored to be on such a high-profile and uh, uh, impressive podcast as, uh, as Submersion. Wow. Thanks for I, that. Um, I don't think anyone could have ever said it better. Not even myself. Oh! <laughs> There he is. There he is. <laughs> hey, how are you? 
Ladies and gentlemen, Eric. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. You can hear me, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, I kind of already said that for you. I mean, you could have said something else, but that, that works. That works. Yeah, yeah. Just glad to be here. Big fan, longtime fan. So great podcast. Good stuff you guys put out. Really, uh, it's an honor to be here. So, well, Eric, and I wanted to ask you real quick. Can you tell us maybe yeah. what's what's one or two of your favorite episodes we've done? Oh, for sure, episode thirty nine <laughs> and uh, fifty one really had mm. my side splitting. Mm. Which which movies were those? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> I see what's going on here. All right. um, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide. 50, right. 51, that would have been the episode after Goldmember. What would that have been? I don't know. Alex, do you remember? No I remember 69, but uh, <laughs> 51. <laughs> it's, it's, it's slipping my mind. It's slipping. Well, hold on, hold on. We might have this here someplace. Well, while we search the the files, as we search our record keeping, I, um, I can tell you I was on board for episode fifty one. It took us an hour and seventeen minutes to record it, but I'm going to have to pull it up or look on the website to see. Uh, yep, I'm on it. Was I have uh, my sunglasses on tonight, so I can't actually see my computer screen. <laughs> it was polarized. Fifty one was fifty one was gray lady down. That was a. Uh, from the Trapped series. Oh. Yes. And he said, what was the other one? 30, 39? 39, 39 actually was a fun episode. The X-Files. That was with <gasps> me, uh, Patrick, and Jamie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ben or said wait, the no, magic actually, word. I don't, think I, I don't think I was on that. I think uh, Kyle had to fill in. I, it was a late scratch. But it was uh, still a good episode. You said the magic, magic word. word. X-Files. X, uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Give me okay. a second. Give me, I got it, I got uh, it, I got it. England amongst ourselves, okay. But you guys don't hear it, you guys don't hear it. It ruins it all, completely. I don't understand why if you, t- you can't hear it. If you talk while it plays for some reason, I, I, we can kind of hear it, but if you well, aren't pro- talking, I don't hear it. It's probably because it's bleeding out. I just don't understand how it can change in a week, and I didn't do anything different. Um... It wouldn't be know. the input. I mean, would it output? Well, welcome to uh, our troubleshooting episode. Well, we can't hear well, it, but we have a viewer that says they can hear it. So, you know, there. good for you that. Know what? You know what? Can you guys still hear me? <laughs> yes. I'm going to try this. No, I mean, this might work. This might work. Here's X-Files. Anything? Sort of. It's... Kind of quiet and cutting in and out. Yeah, it's probably bleeding through my open, uh, open-ended, my open-backed headphones. It's probably not, it's still not working in Discord. So I don't know. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I tried. We talk a lot of shit. We talk a lot of shit about uh, about Kyle and complaining and production and uh, I don't know. I, I think we're just learning a little bit to appreciate Kyle maybe a little bit tonight. Yeah. And, uh, maybe maybe he gets a little bit of a bad rap. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. All I know is is that three hours is not enough time to figure this out 100%. So, all right. Um, Eric, real quick, you're a self-proclaimed Rocco's Modern Life super, super fan. Tonight, we've already kind of yep. said it. Well, before, you know what? Hold that question. Somebody say, what did we watch tonight? 
think it should be Eric. Or Eric. Alex. Or Alex. One of you two. What did we watch tonight? Eric, what did we watch tonight? Rocco's Modern Life, the seven Zs. Now, Eric, Damn, tell us. The seven Zs. What is Rocco's Modern Life? Why is it great? Why does it suck? Tell us your history with it. Go. Rocco's Modern Life, a great cartoon from growing up. That's how I would summarize it. Uh, yeah, you know, one of those cartoons that just probably my fondest memories, one of the best cartoons that I watched growing up. You know, that, Dexter's Lab, a little bit of SpongeBob in there, a little bit of Powerpuff Girls. But nothing tops The Rock Man. I used to watch it in the morning before going to school. I used to watch it when I got home from school. I am a uh, I'm a pretty big fan, and I've been I've been a big fan since the the, the very first episode, which was um, pilot. <laughs> yep. Wow. I wonder if that was like the airplane episode. No, no. Okay. All right. So thank you, Eric. Uh, again, self-proclaimed super fan. We watched, so Sailing the Seven Z's. This is a short episode. H- how long are these episodes, Eric? What are they, like 11 minutes? 12. And why is that? Because there's two of them, Zach. There's mm-hmm. two back-to-back episodes per mm-hmm. each larger episode. All right. So, and this is, uh, I don't know, Rip, do you have the... Eric, do you have that information, um, episode, air date, anything like that? Uh, season four, episode one, air date, uh, I don't know, I want to say like 93, was it? Ooh, good guess, good guess. No. You're, a little, you're a little off. I've got this information. Um, so Sailing the Seven Z, is, you're right, it's season four, episode one. It's part B of episode one. The original air date for this episode was July 8th, 1996. Does anyone remember what they were doing on that day in history? <laughs> what I was doing on July 8th, 1996. Well, I just celebrated the 4th of July a few days <laughs> earlier. And um, I was at school, I think. On July 8th? In July? Wow, okay. <laughs> Summer school. Dumb kid. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I would wager I was probably playing a little basketball. Dumb Some- kid. Some b-ball? Yeah, probably a little basketball, six-foot rim. You know how it goes, doing some dunks, dunk competition. I was eight years old, so I don't know what the hell eight-year-old Zach was doing. Probably, oh, I don't know. Probably in summer school with with Renner. With Renner, just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb kids. (laughs) Dumb kids. (laughs) So this episode, uh, we got some other background information for this. Um, The story was by George Maestri. The animation direction was by George Chialtis. This was directed and storyboarded by Robert McNully Skull. Uh, featured a, it featured a bunch of Rocco's Modern Life major, major characters. We've got Rocco, who's voiced by my guy, Carlos Alzaraki. Does anybody know him? I've heard that name. Reno 911. Yep. Oh, who, who is he on okay. Reno, Eric? Uh, Garcia? Yeah. Yes. His name? Yep. Garcia. That's Carlos Alzaraki. Uh, does a bunch of other voices, too. This fe- episode features Heifer the Steer, voiced by Tom Kinney. 
Filbert the Turtle is voiced by Doug Mr. Lawrence. Spunky is credited with being voiced by Carlos Alzaraki. Then we've got the Big Heads, Ed Big Head and Bev Big Head, both voiced by Charlie Adler. And a little cameo by Heifer's grandpa, Hiram Wolf. And that is also voiced by Charlie Adler. And that is some background on that episode. Now, when you say voiced, you mean like the ones that talk for him, what's coming up on the screen? What? <laughs> yeah, a voice actor. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, so yeah, like bet. when the character's talking, that's the voice that, <laughs> that is happening. Alex, there's a person that, that does that for the picture. I never knew that. For <laughs> the inanimate. Right. For the I know. Inanimate it, it got me for a long time. How are these drawings talking? <laughs> Sounds like my trivia from last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, when I was like... Because of the movie, was it Pleasantville or whatnot? I thought that uh, the world was in black and white up until the 50s. Yeah. Until I was eight years old, I thought the the animated pictures were actually talking. <laughs> <laughs> Learned that in school, that's summer school that year, right, Eric? <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually thought the same thing about black and white, but because of The Wizard of Oz. Uh, True story. I- I was a pretty smart kid, but that was obviously a very embarrassing little factoid. And looking back on it, pretty stupid. But we have those moments. Nothing to be ashamed of. Speaking of moments, this episode was a moment, a moment in our lives that we watched recently. Now, I've got some sound clips from this episode. Unfortunately, you guys won't be able to hear it right here, but Twitch, you'll hear it. I will hear that was, it. That was a stellar transition, Zach. Great, there. isn't it? Great. Um, but actually, damn, I suck. We actually need to. What, what do we? What do we do? Sub alarm, right? Yep. There it is. Dive, 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 dive. Yeah. All right. I've got some clips. The episode opens up. Man, it's just not going to be the same if you guys can't hear it. But we get the jingle of the episode. All right, so that opened up the episode. I was able to confirm the the Twitch viewers can hear all of your sound clips very well. That's that's good. I'm glad they can hear it. It sucks that you guys can't. Um, Don't know why. Stupid. But the episode opens with who? Someone, someone, someone take over. How does this episode begin? Uh, Mr. Big Head, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's like the uh, play, right? The yeah, opera. yeah. He uh, is having a flashback before bed, maybe? Well, they're at the uh, opera. Oh, <laughs> that's right. At the pirate opera, and he has his flashbacks to his pirate play. And they're singing a song. I've got a clip of that. Yeah, really wish you guys could hear that, but it's when the yo-ho, 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 and he takes a big deep breath, <gasps> yo-ho, and keeps going. Yo-ho, 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 yo-ho. But what does that do to Ed? What, what is Ed, uh, what, what fla- what's the flashback? 
Well, they flash us back to his his childhood play. Is he doing the same yo-ho, yo-ho thing, too? <laughs> He's supposed to, but he can't get, get even he a single go out. Yeah, come on, Ed. <laughs> come on, Ed, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, come on. Come on, yo-ho. <laughs> yo-ho. <laughs> they start Ed, screaming at him. <laughs> and then what does Ed scream? What, 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 what does Ed uh, call for? What does he call for? His line or the... the... He's ca- he says, Mommy. <laughs> mommy! Oh, mommy. <laughs> What, it, are the, what did they throw over at him with that parrot on a string or something that they hit him with? What was that? His lines. His line. Yeah. They, they send the parrot. He's crying because he falls on his side. And then it cuts back to t- like today, like live. And then Ed's standing up in the middle of the opera, crying, screaming mommy. And everyone's just <laughs> looking at him. They stop the play. They put the spotlight right on him. And he's just standing there. And, <laughs> and I've got a clip of him crying. Yo- uh, Yoho. Yo-ho! Edward! Yo-ho! <laughs> Mommy! And you hear the bottle. Ah, that's what Rocco's... <laughs> Rocco's Modern Life is great with the small little subtle sound effects in this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. I could have swore the uh, play director or whatnot. I just really sounded like the voice of SpongeBob. Yeah. Well, is that Tom... Is that Tom Kenny? Or is that his name? Is Tom Kenny who does SpongeBob? I think so. I thought, okay, because Steven Hildenberg, who worked on Rocco, would go on and create SpongeBob. But right. Tom, Tom Kenny voiced SpongeBob? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I got to check. That, that sounds right. Yeah, because that voice definitely did sound like SpongeBob. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Tom Kenny did. Okay, yep, yeah, good call. Yeah, so Steven Hildenberg, who worked on Rocco, would go on to make SpongeBob, who has since passed, rip Steven. Um, but yeah, it's, oh, you're right. Tom Kenny does voice SpongeBob. So there you go. Good call. Nice. All right. Then after, what happens next? After the opera, what happens? I think he goes back home, right? He and uh, Mrs. Big Head are in bed, turning in for the night. Yep. He took her to a play. Didn't get no action, though. I mean feel like that uh, debunks a common uh, preconcept or pre yeah preconceived whatever the term uh, <laughs> that South Park put forth that uh, if you take your if you take your woman to a play you'll get uh, you'll get some action <laughs> that particular type of action you offered him a foot rub uh, right? but yeah oh that's right <laughs> she did which probably could have developed into something else but now he wanted to turn in a foot rub or a foot job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Alex, uh, what do you remember? Was that a, what was it a <laughs> foot rub or foot job? Foot rub. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. And tug. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the thing about Rocco. Bev's always wanting it. Ed's not. Yeah. So uh, anyways, he goes, to, he goes to sleep. Deep slumber, obviously. So deep of a slumber, in fact, that he begins sleepwalking. And uh, dreaming uh, with these feverish dreams that are almost like nightmares where he sees himself now as a pirate sailing the seven seas. And he's having this post-traumatic stress from himself as a child uh, with the map that uh, he wasn't able to read his lines off of. And uh, right, I'm kind of remembering that correctly, right? With uh, (laughs) the parrot flying over to him. Uh, So he's determined to find his pirate treasure map. 
and ends up uh, disem- disembarking his uh, his boat there, swimming over to his neighbor's house, who is our titular character, Rocco. And uh, at Rocco's house, he breaks in and uh, scares Rocco to death, obviously, but is in full pirate character, begging, uh, and, and, uh, or rather, you know, brandishing his, his piratey equipment, uh, demanding that Rocco turn over the, uh, the stolen treasure map from him. Correct? Um, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, well, did he swim over yet? I thought, like, he was over because he, he was woke, just, he woke but, Rocco up the first night. And Rocco, because then we get to the next scene yeah. where Rocco's He's going like, to up work. on the roof just kind of walking around muttering pirate stuff. And in the morning is when Rocco is all tired and sees him and says, what's he say, Zach? Ahoy, matey. <laughs> and then Ed's weirdo. just like, weirdo. And they drive <laughs> to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but then, matey. And this is where we get the cameo of heifer's grandpa comes walking oh, yeah. by he's like the that's purpose- a great time lapse <laughs> exactly he, it's the point of him's the time lapse it shows him starting on one side of the screen on the sidewalk all the way to the other side but that's the entire work day like that's it took him eight fault. hours he's just muttering to himself too as he's walking by yeah yeah and then we get to night two and that's is is that when his friends, is that when Heffern and Filbert show up or? Or is, no, uh, that's, that's when Ed breaks in because then the next night is when he's boarding up the door with the nails. And yeah. that's when Heffern mm-hmm. and Filbert mm-hmm. come over for movie night. And I've got a sound clip for that. Okay. This should do it, Spunky. No more sleepwalking pirates tonight. Movie night! <laughs> I love it because Rocco's sitting there hammering. That'll do it, Spunky. No more pirate talk tonight. And Heffer just flings the door open, slams Rocco up against the wall. <laughs> and him and Filbert are just over for movie night. I love it. I love how they start to laugh when Rocco tells him <laughs> Mr. Bighead thinks he's a pirate. Yeah. They think it's all fun and games. Um, and then what, what's the idea that they give Rocco? Because Rocco's complaining. He's like, I'm going to lose my mind. And it's classic Rocco when he, his voice gets really high-pitched and loud and he starts screaming. And then what does Heifer and Filbert say to do? Why don't you just give him the map? Yeah, just, just give him the map. And then it cuts to a really funny scene. Who remembers that scene? Is it the... They're at the kitchen table, right? Going, yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> artwork. What's Heffer drawing? Does anybody have that? Your mom. Filbert's mom. Filbert's mom. And I got a, I got a sound clip of that. And Viola! What's that? It's Filbert's mom! <laughs> it's just a picture. It looks like Filbert, except it's, a, it's his mom with like puffy hair and turtle boobs. And it's hilarious. <laughs> So Rocco takes uh, matters into his own hands and draws his own map that uh, he's going to furl up and uh, hand over as the the map that Mr. Bighead is looking for that night when he goes to bed. Yep, because he sends so, he so, sends Filbert and Heifer home. Yep. So Rocco turns in. 
Then you get that transition with the rhino, right? From the play again, the next mm-hmm. night on the sun. Yep. Yep. That's when it starts to go down. Yep. That's when, when is Ed, that when, huh? That's when Ed comes over, right? That's the whole Ed comes over. Um, yeah. It comes over and steals Spunky? Well, not yet. He okay. comes over and then Rocco gives him the map, but then Heifer and Filbert show back up in character, like it dressed as pirates to just be a part of the action because they want to be. And Rocco's <laughs> yeah. getting really pissed about him. But ah, see, I wish you guys could hear this, but Heifer has the funniest freaking accent as a pirate. <laughs> and I've got a sound clip of that. So Heifer and Filbert um, show up. Here's that sound clip. Not so fast there, matey. <laughs> right. Avast, the sea cow. Calls Heifer a sea cow. And then we get more of Heifer's accent when uh, him and Ed kind of battle a little bit. I be taking that back from you. <laughs> Good <laughs> gods. What sort of accent is that? Heifer, no. And I love that Ed even says, Good God, what kind of accent is that? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I've been taking that from you. That's exactly what it is. It's like a weird, I don't even know what. <laughs> Swedish. Swedish? Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> but then, what, Rocco's up? Because then Rocco, Heifer's fighting Rocco, which makes no sense, and they get to Rocco's roof. Filbert comes up. We find out that he got killed by Ed Bighead with a plunger in the back. Um, and then Ed takes Spunky. Okay, yeah. Pirate, or uh, Parrot Spunky. Parrot Spunky. Yeah. And then we kind of get to the end. What starts happening? He starts firing his cannons over at Rocco's house, his washing machine cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Which I love. And then the house starts sinking, which makes no sense. Rocco even says it. We're sinking. (laughs) That's what I remember most about this episode. I remember this episode being on a lot. Do you remember it being on a lot? Yeah. It might be one of the most played episodes that I remember, especially in the morning before school. Yeah. Yeah, I remembered pretty much. Yeah. I remembered most of this episode, especially the cannonballs out of the, out of the um, dryer. Mm Mm-hmm. I was trying to think about it. I couldn't remember any Rocco's episodes. I remember knowing of this, the show, not watching a whole heck of a lot of it, though, but not specifically remembering any of the actual episodes. They blend. They blend together, for sure. I, I always found it almost, like, scary. I was not necessarily scared by the show, but it had such a surrealist, like, humor and, and look and feel to it that it was disconcerting to me. I was a few years younger than you guys, but well, that's how uh, I felt about Ren and Stimpy. Yep. Yeah, same boat for Ren and Stimpy. I too. didn't. Why, my parents didn't want me to watch Ren and Stimpy because it was kind of weird and gross like that. But I also just didn't want to watch it because it creeped me out. Yeah. Some of the drawings. And Rocco was like kind of like that a little bit. It had the, like the, the crude drawing, and the it got it was kind of nasty and gross sometimes. But not like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, obviously Ren and Stimpy is the much more mature uh, version of uh, of Rocco's Modern Life. I feel. Yeah, I mean, this is Rocco's like, Modern Life palatable for children, but I still was just kind of disconcerted by it. Yeah, I mean, we're talking what early to mid '90s cartoons. So you had Ren and Stimpy. I mean, The Simpsons, 
making all the news on controversy. And then we get Rocco and then a lot of these Beavis and Butthead, Beavis and Butthead, a lot of these adult style cartoons. And you think about Rocco and you think about they have a lot. There's um, multiple episodes or at least scenes from episodes that have been edited out of Rocco. You can't see it anymore. Like, even on the like. So there's DVD re-releases of the series, but Nickelodeon's edited out jokes from Rocco's Modern Life. And you can really only find it on the original VHS tapes or, you know, YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot of adult humor, masturbation humor, um, <laughs> a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Where are we Bring at? us home on the episode here. Take it, Rip. I don't know if you guys are following chat, but Thomas, our, our friend Tbrad321, said he started watching the episode when we started the recap, and he has finished with it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, we're almost finished with it. I believe we're uh, at we're about to Rocco swinging over to Ed's house, right? Yep. What, swing tries to swing, but he just falls onto the ground, and that's when he gives the map. Or does that when Ed gets the map? He threw the map like a paper airplane over, that's hits right. Ed in the opposite eye patch, which was funny. <laughs> and then Ed says, fly back to your owner, to Spunky, thinking he's a parrot, but Spunky's not a parrot, he's a dog. <laughs> so then that's when Rocco... Filbert hands Rocco a rope, which makes no sense, because what the hell is it connected right. to? And then he guy. swings over, hits the ground, saves Spunky. Um, and then I think they find the treasure, which is just Spunky's the, chew tool. The squeaky monkey. Yeah, squeaky monkey. Yeah, and then Ed wakes up. Yeah, and then he's like all confused. Yeah. Um, calls he's him like, frat What's boys. going on? Yeah. <laughs> the less I know about your sick frat, frat house shenanigans, the better. <laughs> <laughs> But he keeps the monkey. He keeps the squeaky monkey from Spunky. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, guys. Why are we talking about this episode that we haven't even had a submarine yet? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Submarine comes in, what, the last <laughs> <laughs> three seconds or so? Yeah. What is it? A dream again? It's imagination. Yeah. Ima- imagination. Um, I've got some sound clips for this because you you first see like Filbert and Heifer the ones like we got to go to sound clip. Okay. Yeah. We'll get you a new squeaky toy just as soon as we reach the North Pole, Mr. Filbert. Aye, sir. <laughs> we get to prepare to dive. We get a sonar beep. They're in a submarine. In a submarine. And then it goes back to Ed and it shows him, I think, hugging and cuddling the squeaky toy. Then we get to the actual end of the episode and um, a submarine and we see a submarine go across the screen. And I got a sound clip for that. Hey, fellas. You're nauseous. Right. So we get Filbert's running joke. What is that, Eric? What's his running joke? I'm nauseous. Yep. He's nauseous. And we actually get a really, a good throw up sound, a real good throw up sound. One that, that's one of the things that they would edit out is Filbert the actually throw throwing up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would edit out like that throw they took up. That out. Stupid. Play it again. Play the throw up again. Did you hear it? Can you play? Yeah, I heard it. Let me hear it again. Okay. Yeah. Hey, fellas. You're nauseous. Right. <laughs> I mean it's gross but <laughs> all right it's pretty good 
And that's it. That's the episode. There we go. Well, what did you think? Uh, so we're, let's just jump into reviews. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to go first? Let's have um, Rip. Let's save you uh, for Lex. I'll go. Whatever. I'll jump in. Um, now this is hard for me, right? I'm, I, I really, I'm obviously biased, but I have to take the Zach out of the review and try to look at this objectively as we do as professionals on this podcast. And is this? a submarine episode. No, it's not. But it turns into a submarine episode at the end, almost like we were going to get a sequel, but we never got it. Maybe that's because they canceled the show. I don't know. But we saw a submarine. We got some submarine sounds. We got some submarine talk. Everything else about the episode I love. This is perfect Rocco's modern life with the humor and the jokes and the throwback. I love everything about it. In terms of a Rocco episode, I can't think of, I mean, it's 10 out of 10 Rocco. It's hilarious. 10 out of 10 Rocco. But for our podcast, I'm going to drop it to, I got to drop it to an eight because it features such little submarine but it saves we it for the end. TV shows out of six. Oh yeah, this isn't a movie. This is a TV show. So let's um. So with that logic, let's do four and a half. Um. And yeah, everything else I say stays the same. <laughs> four and a half. Someone else. I have to rate it out of six. As an episode or as a, as a podcast episode? Out, uh, we did it like on an entertainment value, so less out of a out of a critical lens for whatever reason, but more just out of an entertainment value. So, like giving something that you really enjoy a five or a, a six isn't absurd by any stretch. Well, I do really enjoy it. I would probably give it a five. It's not. It's not one of my favorite episodes of Rocco, but it's up there. It's a really good episode of Rocco. I like the episodes that deal with a little bit more of like the real life, modern life situations, like maybe when he has to take his driver's test or things like that, or things that deal with his job and the daily grind. But this is a fun, whimsy, whimsical episode. And I like the big heads. I give it a five. Five out of six. That was good. Okay, I'll jump in if uh, if Alex doesn't want to here yet. If he wants to bring up uh, as our anchor, uh, I wasn't as I, I said a, a big Rocco's fan uh, when I was younger. I wasn't really enjoying it this time around either. Um, still, just too bizarre of a uh, of a cartoon for me. I, I latched on more to. Uh, Shows like uh, Rugrats and and Doug and uh, oh god, I'm hearing myself multiple times now. Um, this was still pre like Rocket Power and all those and Recess and things like that. I think uh, so. Right in that in that mix, yeah, Rugrats for me. Doug, what else was what else was on back then? There's there had to be more than three cartoons. Simpsons. Were you a Simpsons kid? No. I wasn't. This was still pre-Cat Dog, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was pre-Cat Dog. 
I mean, yeah, I'm trying to watch, did you watch? I would have watched at five or six years old. Cl- Clarissa explains it all, not a cartoon, but I already told you about my crush on uh, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> uh, what, what were you going to say, Rip? What did I watch? For cartoons around that time, probably Dexter's Lab was on, right? Did you watch that? Or Man, was I that... feel like this was before Dexter's. I feel like Dexter was, was closer bit. to like 99, maybe 2000. I'd have to look at that one. Yeah. Oh, Salute Your Shorts. Not a cartoon, but also another yeah. classic Are you show afraid of the dark? Not that yeah. one. That Nick... scared the crap out of me. <laughs> couldn't watch that one. There's Legends one... of the Hidden Temple. That's back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's like uh, Nickelodeon had those great live action Pete shows. Pete. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. Pete and Pete. Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, Rocco's... Rocco's was pretty low on the on the hierarchy for me. Uh, this episode also, you know, didn't have a whole lot of submarine action. Um, I did watch both episodes. It was a, uh, each episode, you know, uh, includes sort of two sub episodes um, in each uh, in each airing, and we had the the wrestling one. And I, I did enjoy this this second episode a heck of a lot more. This felt a lot more creative than the uh, than the wrestling episode. Um, where they win uh, tickets to, uh, or rather Rocco wins tickets to, by accident, to uh, a big wrestling event that uh, Philbert and uh, Heifer want to go to. Uh, this this uh, Sailing the Seven Zs was much more enjoyable and creative, um, but I don't know. Still, I just don't didn't really latch on to the style of the series and, and, and this particular show in general, or episode in general, I should say. Uh, I'll give it a... I'll give it a three. There it is. Okay. There it is. Alex is currently AFK, so we will jump back in to get his review when he gets back. Um, so let's... You taking a dump? Maybe. Which means we'll have right. to put other reviews on hold. So let's hop on over. I was trying to get this uh, audio fixed up, but I still have not been able to. Hey, guys, to. Button, button it up. Look professional. Look like we're enjoying ourselves because our captain is watching. Our captain's watching? Woof. captain is watching. <laughs> no, um, it's going great. Come on. <laughs> no issues. No issues. <laughs> Zero issues. High quality. Huge viewer count. Not just Thomas. Not just Thomas. Don't worry about it. Um, let's go over. Uh, what's next? What, what's our next? So we're, we're holding off on Alex's review. We're holding off on any other reviews we found online. Um, we got news. Want to jump to news? <laughs> Tell us some news. Sure, if you got some news. Let's play it. Haven't heard this clip in a while, gang. Hey, got some news. You guys think I was actually looking up news? <laughs> I love I love hearing that news sound clip. Don't hear it enough. Okay. Are we each doing each other's segments tonight? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Um, China's new... This comes from South China Morning Post. So there you go. Um, China's new nuclear submarine missiles expand range in U.S. The JL-3 ballistic missile can deliver multiple warheads, including nuclear. 10,000 kilometers, Navy source says. Um, So this comes from May 2nd of this year. 
This the journalist here is Minnie Chan. And it talks about China's newly commissioned nuclear-powered submarine is armed with the country's most powerful submarine-launched ballistic missile, an SLBM, capable of hitting the U.S. mainland, according to a military source. Uh, We got the Type 094A, or the Jin-class nuclear-powered ballistic missile submarine. Uh, It was presented last Friday, so a couple Fridays ago, as part of the celebration to mark the 72nd anniversary of the PLA Navy. Um, So again, it was uh, 10,000 kilometers, that's uh, 6,200 miles, a source close to the Navy says. Um, You know, uh, that's an upgrade. So the article goes into a lot more of the specifics of the types of missiles and um, kind of, you know, what, what, what that includes in, but... Uh, what do you guys think about that? I'll be honest with you. Didn't get any of that. You didn't hear anything? No, it, 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 I could hear it. Okay. But I was not processing any of it. Um, so, <laughs> nuclear- so what, 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 did, what did Rip think of it? Rip, what did you think of that? What did you hear me say? Because maybe I suck. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> no, nah, don't, don't take it as a referendum that, that you suck or anything like that. No. Uh, I wasn't listening either. It's okay. Hey, he's it's back. Just, it's just it's just news. Now, did you and, say that uh, you forgot to do Zach facts, Zach? Well, we got Zach. I got, I got him. I got Ben's, him. Zach's Ben's Zach's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Zach facts brought to you by Ben. Yeah, that's what it's going to be later. That's what it's going to be. Anyways, I'll sum this up then. All it was is news story. China oh. nuclear submarine. They got nukes. They could hit us. Doomsday coming? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah, I guess so. But Alex is back. Kyle says, Kyle says, you guys, you broskies are killing it. Alex is back. Let's jump back to his review. Okay. Well, I growing up, I always remembered Rocco just kind of being a television show or a cartoon. I never really watched it as much as you guys did. Um, but the one thing I can recall... Uh, was the wacky house that I felt that he kind of lived in and uh, the theme song. Other than that, I really couldn't tell you too much more about it. But there were a couple of funny parts. Like Ben, I ended up watching both the first section and the second section, uh, or the first half of the episode. I didn't realize it was split into two, so I guess I didn't even remember that. But... um, they were both funny. Definitely had me. I laughed at a couple of different things. I think when you guys dumb it down and explain it, the concept's a lot funnier than what I felt what I was watching. If that makes any sense, I don't know. But I was still entertained. I normally normally do this what out of sixes because it's a uh, submersible. You know, in terms of sub action, I mean, we're looking at a zero out of six here because I I don't <laughs> think a. I mean, it's an implied submarine. It's imaginary. I think it's real. So I, I got to come in zero on that one. But uh, in terms of entertainment value, you know, I got a nine out of six. You know, I got to I got to go there. I went there. What does that I average out? And what does that average out to, Alex? <laughs> Four and a half. There you go. That's what I gave it. <laughs> <laughs> gruesome, twosome, gruesome, twosome. <laughs> so uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, it was uh, it was watchable. I really liked the pirate theme. I always obviously loved the nautical kind of stuff. Uh, so I thought it was uh, pretty nice, pretty funny. 
if it happens to be on, I'll watch it again. But I'm not going to go out of my way to find it. I'll put it that way. But I still liked it. Good. Still liked it. Now, we, while you were gone, Alex, Eric and Ben both kind of talked about cartoons they watched growing up. Did you watch any cartoons? Like, were, was there big ones or anything like that? The ones I remember watching the most of were Animaniacs, like Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, man. Recess. Recess. Yeah, man. man. Recess. Tiny Toon? Nope. Uh, I don't know about Tiny Toons. I watched I that. that. Yeah, I watched uh, a lot of Tiny Toons. Any, no. Muppet, any Muppet Baby fans? No, no, oh, yeah. no. I don't watch that. No. I, I really like a little the, bit, actually, now that I think about it. I like that, that was basic animation, right? That wasn't puppets, right? Correct. That was basic animation. Arthur, you're I an Arthur fan, that. Alex? Yeah. Growing up, I always watched it. Yeah. I never did. I don't know. Lion King? Is that a cartoon? No, that's an animation. Same thing. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, it was it was wide. I remember Rocco being on, but it was definitely not one of the main ones that I had ever ever did watch. I can tell you that. Yeah. Now, something Ben and Eric were discussing were like the live action Nickelodeon shows. Did you watch any of those? Like Pete and Pete, Salute Your Shorts, all that. Um, where's the one they sat around a campfire and tried to tell spooky <laughs> stories? Uh, Afraid of the Dark. Afraid of the Dark. Did you Kenan like that, Alex? Keenan and Kel. Uh, they were okay. You know, I mean, growing up, I, if I were to watch it now, I'd probably have a totally different opinion. <laughs> There's I only never did watch. I never did watch any of the Disney Channel stuff. It was always oh. Nickelodeon or yeah. PBS or ABC or whatever played the the morning stuff. So. The only time I saw Disney stuff is like on the off chance they gave us like 30 days of Disney for free. <laughs> like that's the only time. Oh, okay. And I never even watched that growing up. I still only stick to Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Later yeah, same. 90s. I never watched Disney picked up it. I never watched Doug on Disney. Oh, yeah. No. No. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I only remember one episode and it was the scariest episode to me. And I know the one. You Let know it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Shit, the pool. The ben? pool? I was going to say the vampire in the hospital. Mm-mm. It's the pool. Do you remember that one, Ben? That damn pool. I don't remember that one, no. There's one when there's a guy that dies in a swimming pool, and he crawls out of it like at the end of the episode, and it's just his skeleton, and it's red, and it's gory, and it's bloody, and it's, well, to me, this is how I remember it, and it was just scary, and he's like crawling yeah. towards the kids. It was just freaking horrifying. It was, because so. <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't seem like they were ever going to show it. They kept talking about it, and yeah. then it just... It just came out of there. You would yeah. see like the red goo in the pool. Like that's mm-hmm. all you would see. And then all this, like it was a great buildup, right? Like a slow buildup. I mean, it was, they did it perfectly. And then all of a sudden you see it at the end and it was just horrifying to me. I mean, I remember it clear as day in my head. So <laughs> it had an impact on little Zach. Our listener and super fan T brand guessed it correctly. He said it was going to be the, the red monster that emerges. No from the shit. Pool. Still, still, still gives them nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. My guy. <laughs> all right so we covered that now alex uh we did the news already did you have any love it hate it or reviews that i found we're doing everybody we're doing each other's segments tonight <laughs> yeah oh. we're, we're bouncing all around <laughs> so he, he did your news you do zach's love it hate it i'll do zach's uh, cool. zach facts okay 
Let me uh, pull this up because I didn't realize it was going to be me. <laughs> We're all over the place. Let's get a... Well, Alex looks for that. Let's get a little... I got it. Um, I got it. I got he's it. got it. No sound clip needed. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Do the sound clip. Yeah. See, what do you have for it? Um, I've got... I don't know what I got for it. Actually, I don't. I don't have the music for that segment. It wasn't on the Google Drive. <laughs> Isn't it just something weird like, I love it. Yeah. I hate it. All right. Yeah. Here we go. What do you guys want to hear first? Plant. I love it. Um, love it. Okay. Here we go. 10 out of 10. Amazing episode. A review written by none other than David Blowy. <laughs> Whoa. David Blowy super fan. Uh-huh. So we were able to find it. First off, let me say that I absolutely loved this episode. I never loved this children's show until I watched this episode, and then I was hooked. Personally, I do not believe there is a finer half hour of cartoon television ever. Number one, first off, I loved the accents <laughs> by both Mr. Big Head and the French Swedish inspired accent by Heifer at the end. Lesser known fact. The French sex <laughs> Sorry. Was used. <laughs> start, start this fact over. I didn't hear it. <laughs> so stupid. Lesser known fact. The French, English, French, Swedish, English accent was used quite frequently by French, Swedish pirates during the 1400s. <laughs> So I find this quite amazing. Number two. Third, this plot was amazing. I once do a sleepwalker, and it can be quite frustrating trying to sleep with one around. Joe, I'm guessing that must be the creator, must have known a sleepwalker in real life and drawn inspiration from this. Once again, quite creative and amazing. Number three. As always, gotta love Rocco. To me, he is like Elijah Wood. Soft-spoken, one of the greatest and realest around. Pour the strength to Rocco. Ah, hell, I'll pour it to Elijah as well. There we go. 10 out of 10. That's Thanks a hell of a that. review. Thanks for that. <laughs> I don't know, that might be the best one ever. That's good. All right. And for the hate it. One out of 10. What the hell did I just watch by PJ Fleck? What a terrible show and even worse episode. My son was trying to get me to watch this filth, but I told him, and eh, no. Later, <laughs> someone at Coach told me to watch it because he happens to wear an eye patch. So I watched it. Immediately, I hated it. I threw the TV out and launched it like it was going out of a rowing boat. Out the side. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was it. Damn. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. PJ... PJ Fleck didn't know, and in case you guys don't know it, that happens to be uh, one of Kyle and Jamie's neighbors up north in in Minnesota. So they definitely know they know what he's all about, Mister Flecky. Yeah, PJ Fleck. Yeah. So wow. that's love and hate it. There it is. There it is. Okay. Next, what do we got? To me? I don't know. I don't know what else is I, 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 <laughs> you're, you're You're wrangling this. Uh, I'm wrangling this? this All right. So we, we, we've still got Zach Fax by Ben. Time? 
We got countdown. Now I do have that clip. Here, here comes a sound clip for countdown. Okay. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. There it is. All right. So for our countdown tonight, uh, I have got the top five unbelievable sleepwalking incidents of all time. Okay. So we had a episode that centered around sleepwalking, and uh, you might think it's crazy that uh, Mr. Bighead was reenacting all of this pirate shenanigans and swashbuckling. Uh, well, here's five things even crazier. So here we go. This, these are from real life. Uh, number five is the story of Kenneth Parks. Very famous story of sleepwalking. He was 23 years old when he killed his mother-in-law and nearly strangled his father-in-law to death. Wow. He promptly turned himself in and claimed he was sleepwalking during the entire ordeal. He was acquitted of murder. <laughs> what year was that? How do you know you're sleepwalking or not unless because you're not aware of it? So he got away with that? Got away with it. So wow. he was acquitted of murder. They found uh, abnormal sleeping patterns, uh, ran in his family, uh, and that he beloved his uh, mother in law, and uh, his father in law had no motive to kill them. Said he must be telling the truth, and they acquitted him of murder. Okay. okay. Wow. Number four, this comes from the top tens, the top tens uh, website. Uh, Number four says here, an unnamed woman in Australia has had quite a few issues with sleepwalking, but one incident involved her engaging in sex with people she had never interacted with before. This went on for months and her and her husband had no clue what was going on since there were quite a lot of condoms lying around in their house. (laughs) One day, the husband woke up and saw that she wasn't there. He then saw that she had been having sex with a stranger fast asleep. Um. BS, man. That's such BS. (laughs) It's a real story, and that was a real comment or caption by a, a... like a audience curated uh, top ten list, it was pretty funny, but real story uh, apparently. Oh man! Whether she whether she was being truthful and not just having promiscuous sex with everyone around town, I, uh, I can't yeah. say. That's what I was getting at. That's the BS. Part. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely raised my eyebrows at a lot of these stories. Village bicycle number three. Right? Say again. I said she's the village, the village bi- bicycle. Village, yes. village bicycle. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Number three, Sergeant Willis Boshears was an American serviceman serving in the United Kingdom when he strangled a woman in the wee hours of New Year's 1961. He disposed of the body in an isolated street. He was arrested and charged with murder days later, but pled not guilty, claiming he was sleepwalking and was acquitted of the charges. (laughs) Apparently that's what we needed. Maybe that's the best thing you can say in court, I guess. Yeah. I was sleepwalking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to prove you weren't. How how can they do that? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy that one. The fact that he hid the body and everything, like the like the morning after, is like that's still a crime. 
<laughs> sleepwalking. So may, the whole maybe time. he was convicted for <laughs> hiding a body or something like that. You weren't sleeping. How on earth are you going to prove that? <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, if you were sleeping, where would you hide the body? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, if I was sleeping? Uh. uh. <laughs> Oh Number two, goodness. James Curran's. James Curran's, guys. He sleepwalked into a lake at the age of 77. Unfortunately, the lake was full of crocodiles. Oh, shit. But, but <laughs> fortunately, James did bring his handy cane with him. He was able to fend off the crocodiles long enough for police to arrive with flashlights to scare off the beasts and rescue James. What year was that? For all of that, right? He was asleep until he got there and woke up. Yeah, submerged himself in the water, woke up with his cane in hand, and was able to realize he was surrounded by bloodthirsty crocodiles. That's the only believable one for me so far. Yeah, because, yeah, jumping in a lake of water while you're asleep, that'll wake you up real quick. And then even spookier if there's a whole bunch of hungry alligators or crocodiles around you yeah. yeah if the water doesn't wake you up when one of those things bites your dick that will so <laughs> the hell's going on <laughs> oh shit what's biting my dick <laughs> number one robert lee drew was a french detective in the late 1800s While on vacation, he was contacted from work about a murder that occurred on the beach not far from where he was staying. Upon investigating, Lejeux found the footprints to be missing a toe and the bullet to be fired from a luger. Robert Lejeux was missing the same toe, and his gun was missing a single round. His socks were wet and sandy. LeDrew was exiled to an isolated area in the countryside. How's that for an M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong twist? Yeah. It's, it's a little weird, but... Oh my God. Okay. The, detective, the, the detective was the murderer. And he shot his toe off. No, he was missing a toe. He <laughs> lost it from, I don't know, the war. Oh. Uh, but... Upon investigating the murder site the morning after, uh, found that the footprints were missing a toe and that he was missing a round from his gun. And that that very round was the uh, the bullet that killed the uh, yeah, swimmer on the beach. That's almost, yeah, I don't know. Is that more Shyamalan or is that more Nolan? I don't even know. What is, what is that? <laughs> no, that's Shyamalan. That's Shyamalan? Yeah. Shyamalan a ding-dong? Yeah. Someone missing a toe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it just goes to show if you're out there breaking the law, which, you know, obviously no one here condones to ever do that. But if you were, your best defense is just saying you were sleepwalking. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of stuff can happen when you sleepwalk. I used to sleepwalk. Scary stuff, man. What did you do? It was the craziest thing you did. You did. Well, I only got two distinct stories that I can remember. One of them, I just woke up and I walked over. This was, I had to be like in third or fourth grade or something. I walked over to my mom's room and woke her up and was talking to her the whole time, but I was asleep. I do not remember a single thing of it at all. 
And she told me that the next morning and I didn't believe her. And it was true. I was sleepwalking. The second time, I had probably close around the same time, I had actually slept walk down from my basement upstairs, down into the basement. And I used to, to get onto my couch or sofa, I used to like jump and go like flat leveled with it and just fall on the couch. And I did that while sleeping, and that's what woke me up. So, you know, in Christopher Nolan's movie Inception, when you get that kick (laughs) and that's what wakes you up, if you're sleepwalking, it's the same thing. It'll wake you up for sure. I can can vouch for that. That makes sense. But in that one, I was actually dreaming. Probably scared the shit out of you. Yeah, that one I was actually dreaming that I was jumping out of, like, an airplane for parachuting or something like that. And I remember falling, and then, like, I actually woke up slamming into the side of the couch like that. That's (laughs) crazy. Yeah, I mean, yep. you're lucky you didn't like just jump and face plant under the, like the concrete floor or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But since then, I haven't had any bouts of that since then, so I'm lucky. Maybe a little sleep talking, but that's it. Yeah, I witnessed sleepwalking one time. Uh, it was after our local parish picnic, big drunken Catholic like party time, basically. And everybody gets super sloppy, and we were in our friend's basement, and uh, it was around that time in the evening where it's like, okay, let's put on a movie. People are gonna start, you know, passing out, all that good stuff. We'll just, we'll just chill out. And uh, there's still a lot of us there, and I think everyone was awake except one person who was probably the drunkest I've ever seen them. His name was Phil. Uh, there's probably <laughs> really? six or seven of us. Yeah, name was Phil. Six or seven of us were still awake, and the way they had the 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 uh, furniture arranged, they always rearrange their furniture. It like, runs in their family. They're, every time you visit them, their furniture changes. But they had the furniture probably in the most difficult-to-navigate way ever they've ever had it. It was like a horseshoe, but like it encapsulated the entire basement. Like You ha- almost had to like jump over the furniture to get out of the basement. And there were so many people there that we were like cramming extra like chairs and stuff into the basement. So we could all watch the movie and, you know, we were drinking and I don't know, maybe there's a beer pong table or something out, but like you could not move. It was a fire hazard. And Phil fell asleep, super drunk. We were all worried that he was going to, you know, have a, have a, you know, a night where he's just going to be, you know, sick all night. He, he had so much. And we're watching this movie called Rampage, which pretty bad movie. But if you're like really cheap, just like violence and gore and want to watch a brain dead movie watch watch rampage it was about a guy that goes postal and just lights up the whole town and uh just killing everybody senselessly and phil woke up in the middle of it like while 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 the guy on screen was like going on rampage and phil phil i shouldn't say woke up he was in his sleepwalk state and he was like lurching around looking like he was going to throw up on everybody and nobody could like move because we were like trapped in the this corner of the basement all huddled around watching uh, TV. So everyone was moving like a quarter of a mile per hour, like pushing and shoving, trying to get out of the way as, as, as Phil's like lurching around, like with his eyes closed, like reaching out, like grabbing people, just like in like the movie Semi-Pro where like Will Ferrell's trying to vomit on uh, um, Woody Harrelson. And uh, oh my God, funny. And I was actually in the back of the room, like in like this really comfy chair, just watching it all unfold. It was like, I was watching my own movie. It was so funny. And we ended up calling it the Phil Rampage. Fortunately, nobody got thrown up on, but Phil was just on a, on the war path. And everybody was like in a huddled group, like, like a mass of six or seven people just like panning around the room, just like trying to like 
people were like sacrificing other people, like throwing people on the ground in front of Phil, like throw up on him, not me. And it was so funny. The Phil rampage. Nice one, Phil. Phil's. I tell you, Phil's. Oh, yeah. There's always a Phil. We all know a Phil. It's a Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's the Phil rampage story. All right. That was my countdown of the top five unbelievable sleepwalking incidents with uh, the honorable mention, of course, being the Phil Rampage. Loved it. Loved it. All right. You guys have anything else, or are we doing Zach Facts time? I think it's time for the facts. Uh, All right. I'll cue the music. Zach Facts, it's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Facts. When you're going down. Okay. All right, so Zach Facts tonight on the Rocco's Modern Life Sailing the Seven Z's episode. These Zach Facts are powered by Brahmatron. Coming to you live here with these delicious, succulent Zach Facts. Uh, first Zach Fact is the, the theme song. I don't know if you guys know this with these, all these super fans here. I'm sure you guys do know this, but uh, the, uh, the theme song for Rocco's Modern Life was originally performed by Elton John, Johnny Cash, and Michael Jackson. Whoa! But the uh, the master track was lost when an intern spilled coffee on it. Not Damn. being able to afford re-recording the song, Tom Kenny had to collaborate with the B-52s instead. That's how that happened. Yeah. Why you guys didn't know that one? That's a pretty good Unbelievable. one. Unbelievable. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I mean, fantastic musicians there, and they just missed out. Uh, second Zach fact here, the character of Rocco serves as a pincushion for showrunner Murray to take out his frustrations on in each episode. The title character, Rocco, is named after Joe Murray's least favorite golfer, Rocco Mediate, who Murray walked in ha- having an affair with his wife. Oh, oh <laughs> Rocco! <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty Rocco. That's a good one. I believe it, though. Well, I mean, it's a Zach fact. Uh, and the third Zach fact and final Zach fact for the evening here, uh, Heifer Wolf was originally named Heifer Weizen after Tom Kenny's favorite type of beer, but uh, Nickelodeon execs thought it sounded too much like a Nazi character. <laughs> Showrunner Joe Murray was forced to change the name and pay $12 million in damages to the Anti-Defamation League. There we go. Those oh, are the Zach facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They always find a way to get you. Wow. Yeah. Isn't there a, a, a term or saying for that? Uh, yeah, we better not. Okay. Yeah, we better not. <laughs> I mean, if anyone can, it would be you, Alex. But uh, <laughs> we like being able to record every week. Uh, so. I don't have 12 million bucks. So. <laughs> All right, Eric, what, what, what are your final thoughts on this episode? What'd you think? My final thoughts on the episode? Yeah, Rip's thoughts. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. What you, the submersion, the Rocco. What do, you wanna, mm-hmm. what do you want us to remember you by? What do you want our listeners <laughs> to remember you by? <laughs> remember me as the super fan who went to summer school in 97. I have a couple, I mean, they're similar to Zach Facts. I would call them rip tips. Okay. 
that I could just share. Just the tip with Rip. That's tip. nice. Just, I like that. I like that. Just the tip okay. with Rip. You want to hear him? Just as yep. a super fan. Yeah. Just a couple of things that I know. Um, Charlie Adler, the voice of Ed Bighead, was actually feuding with Steven Hillenburg at the time of the recording of this episode. So they called in Dan Castellaneta to do the voice of Ed Bighead. Now, you know may him. you may know him as the voice of uh, Fry on Family Guy. This was uh, the final acting role uh, of Don Rickles until he did several Toy Story movies. He was Grandpa Wolf in this episode. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode was originally written by Sue Grafton under the name P is for Pirate. P is for Pirate. Ooh, from the office? Of office fame? Uh, yes. <laughs> she was later <laughs> made very famous by the office. And uh, Phyllis Diller publicly denounced this episode. Uh, she was very unhappy with the portrayal of uh, sea and maritime uh, operas and the way that they were portrayed. Rightfully uh, so. Yes, and then as Ben said, the B-52s did uh, do the theme song for this show, but eventually they had to stop doing it because of another feud with Steven Hillenberg, and so they got a cover band to do it called the B-53s. <laughs> oh. Wow. What was the other feud? Mm-hmm. You know that? What's that? What was the feud about? Yeah, yeah, for the B-52s, yeah. Uh, the B fifty two they 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 had major issues with Steven Hillenberg's wife. Huh. I don't know. Was she, was she sleepwalking too? You could say that. I mean, she was she was sleepwalking with the whole band. If you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it though. But yeah. Um. As far as final thoughts go, good show. If you haven't watched the show, watch other episodes of it. I recommend. Well said. And well kept. Mm-hmm. Would you ever come back, Eric? Let me ask you that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, you're not welcome here. Hmm? No, he's, huh? wel- he's welcome. He's uh, welcome. I'm just teasing. You you're not welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody wish Thank Alex you. well on his next trip. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys again another 16 Where, where are you off to this time? Once again, the east coast of Madagascar. Or no, west coast. I think I'm going this time. West coast of Madagascar. Okay. That'll uh, be cool. Tight little channel they probably down there. They probably, yeah, they probably don't have the virus there. Sure hope not. If I've learned anything from pandemic, yeah. Yeah, that's well, safe travels. Well, if anything, I'm bringing the virus there. The next thing you know, I'm <laughs> Christopher Columbus all over again. <laughs> oh. And so history repeats itself. <laughs> Good place to cut it, right? right outro, there. A- outro. Anywhere in there, please. Outro's playing right <laughs> now. Thank you for listening to Submersion. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. 
Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 